It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for coming in, Mr. Mahoney. Do you have your member ID card? Yep, I have it right here in the FEP Blue app. See? Great. It's awesome. The app can also help me find a provider and keep tabs on my deductibles. Okay, can I... Oh, yeah, and my out-of-pocket spending and visit limits, and I can call the nurse line. I'm really glad it does all that, but I only need to see your member ID card. Oh, that's it? Why didn't you say so? Fearless is just one tap away. With the new FEP Blue app from Blue Cross and Blue Shield, you can access your health benefits on the go. Download it now at fepblue.org slash app. You are Locked On Titans, your daily podcast on the Tennessee Titans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to Locked On Titans. I'm Jimmy Morris, joined as always by Terry Lambert. Terry, how are you tonight? Doing good, man. What's going on? Not too much. Getting pretty excited for this Monday night football game. I got some big news today, so we'll talk about that here in just a second. First, we're going to tell you about my bookie. Um, we've talked about MyBookie before, but it really is a cool site. Check it out, MyBookie.ag. Um, and the best thing about it is their mobile site. You can do everything from your phone uh, that you can do from your computer. And uh, you don't have to download an app or anything. You just do it right on your phone. So you got lines. Uh, you can bet before the game, during the game, all that kind of stuff. So check it out again. That's MyBookie.ag. And we're still running the deal with Pro Football Focus, we've told you about before. Um Rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Leave your Twitter handle in the review, and you'll be entered into a chance to win a subscription to PFF, which is really cool, uh, like we've said, for fantasy football season long, daily, all that stuff, NFL draft stuff, NFL matchups week in and week out. Um, so, again, just check that out. Uh, rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Locked on Titans. All right, so the big news that we got today uh, it was from Paul Kaharski that he's been told that Marcus Mariota will play uh, against uh, against the Colts on Monday Night Football. And we've kind of speculated that all along, that it looked like he was trending towards playing this week. But obviously that is really big news and gives us a lot of confidence heading into this game. Yeah, big news for us, big news for Vegas, who immediately jumped out and, and placed the Titans as eight-point favorites. Uh, that line has already come down a little bit to seven-and-a-half, but still – uh, significant favorites, touchdown favorites uh, at home on Monday night for the Titans. Um, again, Texans are three and three. Jaguars three and three. Winner of this game is going to be tied for the division lead. So, pretty big game tomorrow night. Or I guess yeah. tonight. Right. Yeah. So like you said, Monday night football. Um, so yeah, like you said, you got the two two and three teams facing off here. Um, winner gets a share of the division lead. We'll talk a little bit about the, the Jaguars and the Texans games from Sunday here in just a minute. But uh, interesting, um, like you said, the, the line opened that big. And I, I think for us, we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording, the, the Titans have had so little success against the Colts in the last 10 years that it, it's hard to imagine being an eight-point favorite. And, and we talked a little bit last week about you know the, the first game last year where the Colts were missing like half their defense. And so it felt like a really good spot for the Titans to finally break that streak, and they weren't able to do it. Uh, um, you know, and you got to feel pretty much the same way about this game, uh, just with with all the things that are that are going the Titans' way, being at home, Marcus Mariota being able to play, Andrew Luck still not being ready, all that stuff. It, it really feels like a great spot for the Titans. But even ha- even saying all that, seven and a half, eight points, that just it, it makes me shudder a little bit because I just I haven't seen a Titans team beat the Colts in so long, much less by that much. Yeah, everything seems to add up. And, and, you know, 
It, it kind of reminds me of the Tennessee-Florida streak. Uh, I, I was never going to say that, that the, the Vols were going to beat the Gators until I, I kind of needed to see it before I could predict it. And that's kind of where I'm at here. You, you know, it, it feels like we've been in the spot before. The Titans are are in a good spot at home, and, and you know something always inevitable inevitably goes wrong. But it, it just feels like no Andrew Luck, a bad defense. I Mariota coming back. I, I I just this is a spot that the Titans have to win. You, you know, it, it just kind of feels like it's going to happen. Yeah, and you know, like like we said at the beginning. I mean, you're the the winner of this game gets a, a very important lead, or not lead but type of lead in the division and the loser falls you know a full game behind everybody else so that that's a really big deal and you know i think that the, the Colts have got to be fairly happy with where they are uh with not having luck through these first games they, i think they'd be thrilled to be three and three if, if they can pull off the win against the titans um because you're a week or two away depending on you know the reports and all that stuff about luck I mean, you're you're pretty close to getting him back, so they got to feel good about uh, about where they are. Um, but sorry, I, I lost my train of thought. The Dodgers just walked off against the Cubs. But um, anyway, uh, sorry for your loss. The, yeah, thanks. The Titans, um, the the Titans are probably. I mean, I think we we really thought that they would be probably a game better than they are right now. Um, because I think most of us, when we kind of sat down and, and worked through the schedule, depending on how you thought those first four games would, would play out, I think two and two was about where you expected to be. But then you expected a win over the Dolphins. So I think three and two is what most of us kind of realistically expected, um, you know, heading into the season. Well, so they're a game behind that right now. Now, you didn't have Mariota in that game, so that kind of takes all that off the table. But um, getting him back, you've you got to have this game to feel like you're in a good position because – you know, I really do think that there's only going to be one team that's going to make the playoffs out of this division. I, I doubt you get a wild card here. So, falling falling a full game behind at this point would be I, I, not necessarily a disaster, and it's not something that ends the season by any means, but it would be a pretty big deal. Yeah, and it's a good reset spot. Uh, so, you know, you get pretty much the whole fan base down on, on how did the Titans lose to the Dolphins? Well, they probably shouldn't have. They they, they probably got hosed. Um, but still, the fact of the matter remains, you can get back to 3-3. Three and three. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, we, we've talked for weeks about how the the schedule's about to lighten up. You know, you get the Browns. Uh, you, you get a, a pretty bad Ravens team. Uh, Bengals aren't what's the, what, what they once were. Um, and then you got a couple of tough games against the Steelers and Texans, but still, uh, you've got a chance to make some hay over the next month here. Uh, so, you know, the big thing here is getting over the Colts hump. I, mean, I, I said that in the beginning of the year. If the Titans want to make any noise in this division, they got to beat the Colts. So, I think the first step of that uh, begins tomorrow night, and then you, you can kind of you can see the schedule let up, and, and the Titans have some winnable games. Probably three straight winnable games. Yeah, and so, yeah, again, like you said, and, and I think that, you know, Mike Malarkey talked a little bit about the Colts stuff this week, and, and I've heard some different players asked about it, and, you know, the majority of them haven't been around for that much of the streak. It goes back so far, and there's been so much turnover on the roster at this point that, that a lot of guys haven't been around for the, for the majority of those games. 
But it, it is a, it is a big deal, and and I think even to the guys in the building, they they know they know the number, they know how long it's been, and all that stuff. So um, this this is the kind of the first significant hump to get over. So um, looking forward to that, and and I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. I, I, I think you're going to see a lot of points. What did you say the over under is? Forty uh, eight. Forty eight. I mean, I, you know, I I think it goes over that. That's that's a pretty big number, but I still I just think that neither one of these defenses are very good. Um, so I think you're going to see a lot of points scored. Like I said, I think it's going to be a fun game, and I'm just excited that with Mariota being there, um, the Titans can stay in a game like that, so that'll be fun to watch. Um, all right, so again, we'll tell you about my bookie. Um, check them out. Like I said, mybookie.ag. A lot, of, a lot of cool stuff they got going on on their site. They got odds for all the NFL, Major League Baseball playoffs, boxing, you know, college football, all that stuff. You can check all that out. And again, the cool thing is you don't have to download the app. You can use it very easily from your phone. Uh, you place your bets as you go during the game, before the game, all that stuff. So just check that out again, that mybookie.ag. All right, so let's touch a little bit on what the other teams in the division did today. Um, the Jaguars continued their trend. Uh, I think you were the one that mentioned it last week. Um, they kind of go up, down, up, down, up, down. Got a big win last week over the Steelers. Went to where uh, they were at home today against the Rams and lost. Um, you know, Larry Fournette has been an interesting guy. Um, first play of the game, uh, goes 75 yards for a touchdown after the Rams had run the opening kickoff back for a touchdown. So he had a lot of fireworks to begin that game. Uh, Fournette ends the day with 130 yards, but on 21 carries, left the game with a foot injury. So it'll be interesting to watch and, and see, you know, how that plays out. But, I mean, he's obviously the guy that that's going to make their offense go because we, we talked about the Blake Bortles being terrible. But, um, you know, that's a game that you, you would think, you know, West Coast, East Coast team uh, at home, a game that the Jaguars probably felt pretty good about and kind of a tough one for them to drop. Yeah, Jaguars are just so high variance. You, you just – you really never know what you're going to get out of them. I, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them to go beat New England, and then I wouldn't go put it past them to lose the Browns. So that's that's kind of what you get with, with bad quarterback play. So – uh, will they stay in this 500 range? It's possible. Uh, it's very possible. Uh, so will they be a player? They they probably will. Uh, but I I just I just think at some point in time, uh, the the lack of a quarterback, lack of a consistent passing game is going to bite them. Uh, I I don't know. I the Texans are, are clearly the team, probably the best team in the division right now. I mean, I don't think the Titans fit their stride quite yet offensively or defensively but uh through five what what are we six weeks into the season yeah. uh it's not even close i mean the texans are, are the clear-cut number one i agree and, and you know it's weird you, you saw what the jaguars did to the texans in week one uh you know went down there and 29-7 saxonville you know all that stuff but again that was with tom savage at quarterback for the texans and I, and I do think that, the, you know, coming off of all that stuff with the hurricane, I, I think that played a role in that game. Um, but, yeah, Jack, the, the Texans have been a, obviously a completely different team with Deshaun Watson at quarterback. We saw how good he's been. I mean, he's putting up stupid numbers for a rookie quarterback. Um, you know, did it again today. Now, granted, it was against the Browns. But still, I mean, we, we've seen him do this now three weeks in a row, um, have really good games. You know, just uh, – I, I mean, he he's been – I, I really was hoping that it would take them longer to insert him in the starting lineup. Was hoping that they would, you know, let the Tom Savage thing play out a little bit longer. Uh, you know, maybe if the Jaguars hadn't have been so good against them in the in the first half, 
Uh, maybe we'd have seen three or four games out of him, but um, I was not the case. And then they went; they they were at home today against the Browns, took care of business, thirty three seventeen over them. Watson had a, a really another really good game, and like you said, I mean, we saw him two weeks ago with well, the Titans. So you know, I, I think we think long term the Titans are the best team in this division. Vegas thought at the beginning of the year the Titans were going to be the best team in this division, but right now you have to say that that team is the is the Texans with everything that they have. Offense, David's not. You know, they they obviously have a uh, had a couple of huge losses with the with JJ Watt and Winnie Merciless last week getting hurt. So we'll see how that plays out for them when they play against better offenses than what the Browns put out there. But it, you know, right now, I think you have to say the Texans are the best team in the division. Yeah, and I agree. And it's got to be terrifying for for any Titans fan or or any AFC South fan to see how Watson's playing right now. Um, it, just to see the Texans kind of morph their offense to him, to see him just lighting people up week after week. He's gone, what, five touchdowns, five touchdowns, three touchdowns uh, in, in back-to-back-to-back weeks. So uh, he's a problem. Will Fuller's a problem. Yeah. The Texans are, are fun on offense now. Uh, it, it's no longer just that defense keeping them in ball games. They're They're going out and outscoring people. I mean, we of all people know that. I hung fifty-seven on on, on Titan on the Titans. So uh, long term, hey, you, I'll kind of push back on you there. I'll I'll kind of float it to the Texans. I, I'll give them the advantage there. Uh, the, the Titans are going to have to come up with something. They're going to have to have to get uh, Mariota in a rhythm. They're going to have to get this run game off the ground. Uh, going to have to get this secondary and pass rush amped amped up to really hang with the Texans for the division crown. Yeah, and Will Fuller. I mean, the guy you mentioned there. I mean, if you just look at the, what he's done, um, he's he's played in three games. The Titans game was the first game that he played in. He had two touchdowns last week against the Chiefs. He had another touchdown today, two catches, sixty-two yards touchdown against the Titans. He uh, let's see what he doing against the Titans. Four for thirty-five, two touchdowns, and and then had the you know the pass interference Adore Jackson had on him in the end zone. There would have been a touchdown if if, if Adore didn't tackle him for the ball got there. So. He he's a guy that really you know between him and Deshaun Watson, I mean just the the Fuller coming back healthy, Watson emerging. I mean yeah, it, it is a tough team. Like I said, I, I just for some reason I, I feel better about the Titans and like I said with the, with those injuries for for the Texans. But right now you have to get the edge to the Texans. And so looking at the at the schedule, I mean the schedules for everybody in this division ease up a little bit. Now the Texans go to Seattle next week, which is obviously always very tough. They play the Colts uh, at home on November 5th, and a lot of people have kind of circled that as the date that Andrew Luck might be back. So, you know, that that's a different game depending on who the quarterback is for the Colts in that game. Then they go to the Rams, and they play the Cardinals. And that's, that's what they've got coming up. So, um, you know, it, depending on who they get at quarterback, that makes a little bit of a difference there for the Colts. But um, not, not the toughest schedule there for them. Obviously, anytime you go to Seattle, that's tough. Uh, when you look at what the Jaguars have in the next month, they go to the Colts next week, probably still with Jacoby Brissett as the quarterback. Then they got the Bengals at home, the Chargers at home. They go to the Browns. So, you know, they, they could they could roll off a couple of wins there, two home games, Bengals Chargers against teams that have good passing offenses. But, you know, the Jaguars have arguably the best pass defense in the, in the, in the NFL. So it, it, I really do think it's going to be a division that, that – carries out through through the whole year. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to run away with this division. Like you said, if, if the Jaguars end up at 8-8, eight and eight, which is, you know, kind of what the, they look like they're going to be, I mean, I think the team that wins this, this division 
probably 10 and 6, maybe 9 and 7. So, I mean, I think there are, you're going to have all these teams hanging around really all year. Yeah, it's interesting because the Colts, if you listen to Vegas, they're going to drop to 2 and 4 tomorrow. So, you know, you're tasked with can you kind of keep the, the ship afloat until Andrew Luck gets back? So I don't think you can write off the Colts if they, they drop a couple more games because this offense is totally changes when, when Andrew Luck gets gets healthy and is in the game. But, you know, he, he's got to get back. He, he's been out for huh, – it's been, it's been months. So, uh, But, yeah, really fun division. I'm, I mean, it wasn't too long ago that you were getting AFC South jokes every day because the division was so terrible. But now you've got Andrew Luck, you've got Marcus Mariota, you've got Deshaun Watson – uh, you know, the Jacks have that defense. They've got Leonard Fournette. So uh, it's a really fun division. It's a really competitive division that is kind of set up for uh, the next decade. Yeah, and if you look at the Colts' schedule upcoming, um, like you said, this is, this is a really huge game for them. It is, Because yeah. if they yeah if they drop this game, they could go 2-4. and four. Then they go – they got the Jaguars at home, which we said – uh, next week. And, again, you don't, you don't like their chances without Andrew Luck in that game. Um, then they go to Cincinnati, the Colts do, the next week. And, and, it, and most people are saying it's going to be at least November until Andrew Luck's back. So that that's a tough game for them. The Bengals are good at home against uncommon opponents. Um, so, you know, tough game there. Then they go to Houston, and then they play the Steelers at home. So and then they got the Titans again the next week. So, I mean, really it looks like the Colts probably have the toughest schedule upcoming of any of the teams in the division. So this is a really big game for them. And like you said, they kind of stay afloat until Andrew Luck gets back. And so that's kind of really what all they've been hoping for. So yeah, back to the Titans-Colts. I mean, this is this is the time. This is the chance to, to end the streak. This is the time to really put some separation in there between the Titans and the Colts. And, and you really, I don't know, I, I think this is a really, really big game. Like, the more I think about it, the more I think it's a, it's a really huge game for the Colts because it, it's the difference between being kind of like right there where they want to be with Andrew Luck coming back right around the corner or the possibility of losing, you know, the next three. And then, you know, if, if Andrew Luck comes back and they're two and two and five, two and six, I mean, that that's a huge difference than, you know, three and five. So, I mean, I, I think it's, this is, this, this is the game for the Titans. I mean, I really think this is the time if they're ever going to do it. I think this has got to be the game where they do. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it's a reset spot and you know, please just come out and start fast for what is that too much to ask I, I i cannot pinpoint why the titans come out and start so slow and put themselves in these holes but it, it's been it's been a common thing i think even dating back to last year so i think starting fast is something that mike malarkey has to to put a priority on uh, because you know when you get down you're, you're just you know it just like the texans game they got down they were pretty much out of that game in the first quarter so uh, Got to avoid that. Got to keep the pressure up on Jacoby Brissett and, and go beat a, a bad defense. You know, go let Marcus Mariota find his rhythm. Yeah, absolutely. And I would love to see them just once come out and throw the football around for a couple of drops. Let Mariota get get in a rhythm. Um, see what see what that does, and then settle into your game plan. Run the ball, that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I would lo- I would love to see them do that tomorrow night. National stage. Um, I'm I'm just so glad that the first 
look that the, that the national audience gets at this team this year is with Mariota instead of with Matt Castle. Oh yeah, um, uh, it, it's a big difference. <laughs> that would have been embarrassing. That. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad that's what they get to see. So I think the Titans finally do it. I think this is the this is the one where they finally break the streak. Um, I, I'm thinking like. 31-24, somewhere in that neighborhood. I think I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. So I like the Titans to win this game. You want to you want to give a prediction before we jump out of here? Yeah, something like that sounds about right. I'll, I'll give 27-20. Um, I, I don't know if the Titans can cover 7.5 to 8 points. I think, it, I think it's a touchdown game. Uh, and the Colts will probably have a chance late. But I, I, think, I think the Titans finally get over the hump tomorrow night. Absolutely. All right, anything else before we go? That's all I got. Right. So thanks for listening again. And obviously we'll be back tomorrow uh, with a complete recap of the Titans on Monday Night Football. So hopefully you'll uh, tune in for that. Check out our site, musicmiracles.com. We'll have plenty covering this game before and after reaction, all that kind of stuff. Follow us on Twitter. I am at Jay Morris MCM. Terry is at T Lambert FB. Um, so check us out there. And we will talk to you tomorrow. For listening to the Locked On Podcast Network, but why stop now? Check out the daily Locked On Podcast Network for your favorite NBA team. Find it right now in your favorite podcast app, and be sure to subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.